Recording started. I don't know. This website's lied to me before. I don't know. It's not. It's not really a podcast. It's more like a like a conglomeration of Tourette's. I thought it was just three naked guys having a talk, but uh, hey, I'm wearing a speedo. I don't know about you guys. Uh, no, I'm cheated. Butt naked. Did I mention I hit record? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much. The torn ticket admission of internet podcast. My name is Mike, and I will be your host this evening on this tour through topic-free conversation, I believe is what we're doing. And uh, I am joined, as always, by my very good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things, IzzySwan.com, and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Guys, we did it again. Here we are. Yeah, we all made it to one place in one time for an hour. That's pretty amazing. Uh, did oh, you say people. torn ticket of podcast? Was that? I, I thought it perhaps was porn biscuit. So I, I said it torn like ticket. Porn you ticket you ever try to get into a movie with a torn ticket? Yes. Okay. It's it it they don't all work, Izzy. Sometimes you know you, you got to throw a dud out. <laughs> so no, I was just trying to. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around the uh, Yeah, the idea was that you can't get into a movie with a torn ticket. No? All right. Well, we can we can move on. <laughs> so it's all right. Could be worse. Hey, yeah. it could be worse. Could have happened to somebody else's podcast. But no. hey, so I, I'm digging it, man. I, I get it. Uh, hey, listen, sometimes you got to burn it down to build it back up. So, uh, you know, here we are. But um, so what you guys been up to? I got uh, last show we did with the uh, the Burkmeister General been very well received. And, um, you know, since then, I've just been kind of putzing along playing with my CNC machine that I've been asked not to talk about ever again. So uh, what have you guys been up to? I like the fact that uh, when when things are a little slow, when the topics dwindle a little bit, all we have to do is get Berkey on. And really, it's a soft fix. It's an easy fix. And uh, everybody applauds. They coo. And they smile at how sweet a man Mr. Andy Berkey is. And then we just get to sit back and enjoy uh, the uh, residual praise. Yeah. That's, uh, we make ourselves look like heroes. That's right. That's, so, that's how yeah, to do it. Berkey. <laughs> Berkey is an okay, cool cat. man. I love having him on. Yeah. And he also does the show Naked. Who would have thought? Oh, that was that was a no-brainer. <laughs> sure he did. With tacos. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what's in them, but tacos nonetheless. So, uh, shall I? Shall oh, I still? I'm, I'm just saying. It's, I, you, I'm not going to tell you. It could, it could be. That, oh, that image is going to be in my head for two days now. Thank you so much. There's well, no way two days from now you're not thinking about that. I mean, it's just... I'm sorry, but but frankly, uh, uh, chorizo is the is the proper name for a Mexican sausage. Uh, one of my favorite things to have in a taco, by the way. Uh, usually within you know association with something else, chicken, beef, something like that. No, I, we could really move on from this right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Here to help. <laughs> Just saying. so uh, I have been uh, doing relatively the exact same thing that I did last week. 
no particular uh, measurable differences. We we got some uh, cool business related funding for the business in this next coming year, which is nice. Uh, it gives us a little bit of a cushion on some bigger projects, which is uh, one of those weird things that uh, feels like you're a thousand miles away when you're just starting off a business to have people actually kind of believe in your business because, you know, lots of guys, I mean, lots of guys start businesses and um, financial institutions tend to be fairly skeptical uh, at the success. So we're just making stuff left and right. We got a few new products that are going to be launching probably after Christmas. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Rocking, just kind of rocking. Got, uh, you know, just ordering everything I can get my hands on, like glues and router bits and things that, you know, which I just don't want to run out of in the middle of the rush. <laughs> so we're just, you know, taking inventory and making sure we actually have it on hand. Yeah, I feel kind of bad because you know, in, the, in, in the mortgage business, I never run out of rates. Right, like we never, <laughs> we never right. run out of um, you know, <laughs> rates to lock think in it, for people. So. Think of it like this: think about having like that, that spare uh, battery backup for your phone system, or whatever it is, uh, extra modules or whatever for your phone system. Something that, like, if all your phones died, and you guys are looking around going, "I need to talk to seventy-two people today." And I'm getting nothing. That's what it feels like. Hmm. When you run out of stupid things, things that just like all of a sudden somebody looks at you and says, Hey, we're out of, you know, 220 sandpaper. Well, we finish everything to 220. And you're like, Okay, so what can you do? They're like, Well, we need to finish everything to 220. So we need paper. And you're looking around going, Well, this is a stupid thing to have an emergency about. Yeah, so. especially because you don't need like a special membership to buy sandpaper. Like there's no, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll really give that to anyone. Like, right. Right. Like, it's not like, it's just like a thing that you should have. Yeah. No on, one asks you for like even a library card when you go to get sandpaper, you just you're, walk in and you're like, Oh hell, I'm out of 220. And the guy goes, Oh, well, you're an idiot. They sell that everywhere. You know, like, right. I had this conversation with myself. Thank you. Right. Moving on. So, so yeah, so that's the, that's the uh, Christmas gig. Well, that's uh, that's not my gig. So the uh, Christmas is much more forgiving for us because you know people very rarely buy houses for themselves during Christmas. <laughs> so you don't, yeah. Very every now and again, someone will be like, "I'm buying my wife a you know a house for Christmas," or that might be sexist. You know, I'm buying my uh, husband a house for Christmas, or or whatever people are into these days. I don't, you know, I'm not even sure. I've been I've been disconnected for a while. So, but. Uh, yeah, we don't run out of that, so there's no there's no inventory check for what we do. But yeah, I could I could see that. Now, Izzy, I I can't talk about my CNC machine, but you've you've been spending some time with yours today. If uh, you want to you want to talk about that a little bit, you're having some fun with the uh, SketchUp and G coding oh, yeah. and all kinds of nonsense. It's not it's nothing crazy. I'm just um, actually you're just last, playing around, having some fun. Last week or so, I've been messing around with some different ideas and files and blah blah blah. But today, I wanted to. I built myself a, uh, a kind of a desk of sorts on wheels that I put my uh, controller box in, the thing that controls the CNC. Then I put a little bit of an editing machine on top of it, a 
computer that I can do all all things CNC related. But it's pretty tall, so I needed a stool, and I was like, well, you know, it just makes sense to use the CNC machine to make the stool. So I sat down and uh, messed around with some ideas and designed up a uh, stool. So what you're saying is you made a stool sample? Right, right. Yeah. So this Somebody's just cut out on the CNC. Right themselves. It'll be my first <laughs> CNC chair of ever. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Uh, it's going to be fun. But, uh, so is it drill powered by any chance or have a bowling no, ball in it? No, or? not this time. No. Hmm. But I do have a drill powered Mechani coming out very soon. Mm. Shut the front it's door. It's actually going to be have a purpose, which is kind of oddly strange to have something with that'll be useful. <laughs> I mean, you mean riding power. a dinosaur isn't useful? I mean, that's ridiculous well, you to know, even say that. It'll be useful in the shop. So it'll be fun. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I've got that to look forward to. Um, for like the last week and a half, I've been uh, kind of like, I got to get back to making a bunch of videos. And it just one thing after another came because it's been kind of coming up. And then the last couple of days, I've, I don't want to say shirked, but um, we'll just say redirected my efforts uh, for a couple of things. And um, now it's uh, tomorrow is kind of like uh, go time. I'm kind of. I don't know, work well under pressure, and I put my put it off as long as I can. So now it's it's time to kill it. Oh, those are my favorite, especially when the only person to blame is yourself. That's when it, yeah. that's when it really feels good, doesn't it? Like just so. like but running yeah, out of sandpaper in the middle of a rush. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just um, you know, I've been so much going on, so much uh, just. 20 things happening in 10 different directions and uh, it's just time to slow, 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 stop, time to stop and make some videos and have a little bit of funds. So, you know, I thought for one of the videos, I think I'm going to grab my, um, my cordless circular saw and build like the Taj Mahal or something. I don't know. Nice. That'd be awesome. But, um, well, I also uh, just wanted to uh, say thank you very much to um, Red. For the topic of conversation, uh, Red, whether you you may not know, it sends me a, probably a weekly message telling us that, you know, hey, you did a good job and I appreciate everything and thank you. So um, the whole conversation that we had yesterday was just from a message he sent me going, hey, I'd like to hear about this. And it turned into an entire podcast. So awesome. for those of you out there, um, you know, you have any questions, comments, you know, whatever, uh, please find us. We're at maybe I've said too much dot com. Um, we're on all the Twitters and stuff at maybe podcast, we're Facebook, Instagram and all that. So if you got any conversations or things, you know, it doesn't really matter how small it is. Um, you know, give us an idea. We'll kind of run with it. So, uh, you know, please do that. Um, and also I want to take this, uh, this chance, uh, you guys uh, this last week have been, um, I think a friend of mine, Lauren has uh, added both of you on Facebook. She uh, she asked for permission, <laughs> so because she's been a uh, she's been a listener since the beginning. Um, and and she's I warned one of those her. People I warned her. You did. Um, she's been a listener since the beginning, and she uh, she's one of those folks that she's not a maker, um, but she just kind of finds the conversations that we have interesting, and uh, she feels bad that she doesn't. You know, she'd like to be able to comment and give some some feedback into conversations, but she doesn't really know what we do. <laughs> so well, it's, it's uh, it, I don't wouldn't I, you know I mean 
Lauren, if you're listening, um, feel free to make comments and, and, and jump in on the conversation because I would say 80% of what we talk about is just life stuff, not necessarily making stuff. Yes. We, well, and uh, she's always, and the reason I say uh, thank you to her is because she's, uh, after she listens, she always goes, hey, um, that was a good episode. And then I get the same comment pretty much weekly. Uh, Izzy sounds really sexy. Joel's much smarter than he comes across as. And, uh, <laughs> well, I, uh, and I, 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 I won't tell you what she says about me because it's polite company, but, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so, oh, geez, but there, what? so yeah, that's the, uh, but just wanted to uh, shout out to her. So she, well, uh, I, I recall her, uh, I'm, it's, it's strange because I get a lot of people requests on, on, on Facebook and stuff, but I do recall her very, um, she's attractive. Do you work with her? Yes. Wow. Lucky so you. she I'm has not, my deepest. I'm not a Weinstein, so she's not. She's not being harassed in any way. <laughs> Don't call the police. I don't want HR showing up at my desk. Want to know what right the hell on. is going on? Right on. So, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I was. It's funny that you I, you said. Well, hold I on. had it. You 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 said that. But the truth of the matter is, I also think Red is kind of attractive too. Yes, so that that is that is the case. He's kind of a very burly kind of, you know, manly Red? man. Yeah, well, yeah, he's got that he's got, he's got that, that foreign thing going. For yeah, him. he's got like a skinny French dude though, isn't he? I mean, like he's not. Nah, I don't see him as being burly unless I'm just not watching the nah, right videos. I don't know. It's. I, yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think I go as far as burly. I think he's he has a mystique. Yeah, mystique. Let's say Mystique. Yeah, and I don't want to... Listen, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a very sexy individual, but... Uh, and the accent gets me every time. But, yeah, not to get too weird. Or are we already too weird? At this <laughs> yeah, point? We're, we're beyond the weird part already. We passed yeah. weird on episode two. There's no way we made it to episode two. <laughs> and, weird. and and I'm I'm sorry, Izzy. I completely blew <clears throat> you off. Keep talking. Speaking, I want to... Speaking of burly... <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> worst okay. segue ever um there's a bear out at the cabin i, I went i got i got to the cabin late last night and um i took this i took a picture of him i had that brights on and it's quite a distance and then i kind of blew it up so it's really grainy but i posted it on my instagram stories but this fella it, you know bears here will get three four hundred pounds is a really good sized bear um and this this fella was every bit of 300 he was a good size good sized bear for this area black or brown and black there's no brown bear here um and uh you know i didn't really think anything of it so if that turkey was there again today <laughs> like oh yeah this isn't gonna work so he's hanging out i'm like i'm gonna have to you... figure out this bear wrestling thing i mean we're pretty even match we're both about 300 so i don't know how it'll play out you're gonna have to grow out your 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 nails though Oh, I cheat. I cheat like a. <laughs> I like can't a wait to read the article where Traverse City Man <laughs> bites brown bear in the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that article. <laughs> Actually, um, you're better off hitting a bear on the nose than you are the testicles. That's their really sensitive part. This, I can't even. You need to stop right now, Mike. <laughs> yeah the last bear yeah there's nowhere to go from here I, what, nope so? stop <laughs> stop or we're gonna l lose our rating and our rating is explicit <laughs> yeah this this is 
There's too much happening right now. Sure. I'm not sure bestiality is a... <laughs> I guess we're going there. What's <laughs> a conversation for a makeup podcast? <laughs> Buckle up, kids. <laughs> oh, so we have to stop ride. or I'm going to have to mute myself because damn. <laughs> okay, I think... I don't know. Do we just start over? <laughs> we might. We might need to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we no, we um, have we have um. Now hold on a second. We have to think. Can we name the bear? Is no, it I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about the bear again. I, I want this to be the last bear conversation we have. <laughs> so. Can we? Can we name the the podcast? Is he bears all? <laughs> How do we not at this point? <laughs> oh god and we had a topic oh, Lord, for tonight you guys. We're not in, um, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how we get back to it there's, there's, there's just, a topic uh, yeah it didn't involve wildlife um so well hey listen well, it did involve we overcoming something. fears yeah oh, if you're afraid of bears <laughs> if you're afraid of biting a bear in the testicles don't worry all you do is slap their nose what about the so imagine this scenario since you know we're already here we might as well go all the way but just so, oh lord <laughs> no just give me give me a minute this might not be as bad as you think it's probably not gonna be as no good as i'm pretty sure it's gonna be as bad as i think so go ahead imagine the guy that listens to like just before listening to this podcast <laughs> he's getting mauled by a brown bear and he's doing his best to get down between his legs so he can bite him in the balls and like he bites him in the balls and nothing happens you know he's just like oh damn it you know and then as he's Trying to struggle up, he just accidentally like hits an acorn and it hits the bear in the nose, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> See, I for some like, reason, all I this thought... time I had a friggin' you know, oh, it's, you know, I I thought you were gonna go with hit the bear in the nose with your testicles. No, <laughs> kind of no. like a bolo kind. I don't of thing. take, I don't put the twins anywhere near danger. <laughs> that is not happening. Welcome to maybe I. <laughs> This is this is eighteen minutes. And, oh man, we just uh, lost everybody. We're down to like uh, one listener. There's no way. Okay, so as long as we're as long as we're being completely stupid, I want to. I had a conversation today, and I want to share it here since, <laughs> since we're already well past the point of no return. This has nothing to do hey, with wait. bears either. Mike, hold your hold your hold your thought here. I want to I want to say this out loud. Okay. I am pretty much willing to bet the farm on the fact that this is the only podcast ever, ever of all time that's ever talked about biting bear testicles. They, I, you know what? I don't want to live in a world where that's not where that's true. I, I want, I'm going to scour the internet tonight and find the other podcast where bear testicles is the topic of conversation. Well, what's that? What's that rule? Ooh. It's a, if if there is a thing, it's somebody has. Porn. Yeah, it's happened in porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hate to think that there's a maybe I've said too much porno where there's three guys looking like us. Just there's no amount of fetish it, websites that, <laughs> that exist. It doesn't have to be particularly popular. I'm just saying oh, it, it probably no. exists. I just threw up in my mouth. Like I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> I, I it's uh, really been know, nice I was knowing complaining you guys. about stupid people earlier today and it turns out I'm one of them. So <laughs> I apologize for my hypocrisy. No, it's it's even worse than that, Mike. You have a microphone. Yeah. Oh. Not, well, not only am I one of them, but I recognize that I'm one of them and yet I still have a microphone. I should be locked away <laughs> where no recording 
Is this, when it goes on the internet, it's kind of there forever. Well, you <laughs> yeah, know, the, just, the nice thing is that you have the self-loathing, but yet you're able to share that with everybody. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, full disclosure: like, after this podcast is over, I'm going to go out and announce in the world that it I'm it's a different Izzy. It's not me. It's, I don't. It's, yeah, this I don't is, know who these people are. This show is getting archived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your funny story, Mike. No, no, it's not even a funny story. I just it was a it was a interesting topic. So we were talking again about stupid people. We were having this conversation about like um you know just like some of the like memes that people see online, like they don't ever think of them in terms of practicality. So every time I see a, someone say the phrase when God closes a door, he opens a window, I want to throw myself off something tall <laughs> because and this was the conversation I had. I imagine a scenario where I pull up to your house and, you know, thinking about it in practical terms, and I'm, I'm there to give you a ride, and you walk up to the door and you go, open the door, and I go, uh, I close that door, but go ahead and crawl into the window. <laughs> you got a Duke Brothers in? Yeah, so just, you know, go ahead and crawl in through the window um, and try not to scratch the paint, and then when you go, well, why'd you do that? And be like, oh, you know, reasons I can't really tell you. Just know that when I close that door, I did open the window. So if you could, if you could crawl in through the window, that would, that'd be good for all of us. So that was the, uh, that was my thought for what's, today. What's worse about that is there's really very little things that you can do uh, to go forward from that. Because once you've closed the door, you've closed the door. And once you've opened the window and that's either been used or disregarded, the next best thing is you tell your your friend hey listen there was the there was a door there was the window get in the damn trunk yeah there's you know <laughs> there's a bear in there that needs right. testicles chewed on but yeah so and i say that not to be i'm not disparaging of anyone's religious beliefs or anything like that just the the meme of that has always been just irritating to me it's like, you know do you know the old preacher joke it's a, it's a, it's a good one for for almost everybody it's a guy's a guy's in the middle of a flood and he is you know he is he is manning his house to the you know disregarding every warning there is and finally the guy yells from the street listen you got to go and uh and uh he says no i'm i'm staying here god will provide and protect and uh the guy's the water's rising he's he's getting on the roof and there's a guy that comes along in a boat as he's climbing up. And uh, and the guy says, come in, jump in. And the guy's like, no, God will provide and protect. And the guy's like, you're crazy. And so as this water is now raging up to the eave of, of this roof, there's a helicopter that swings in by, which drops a ladder and says, come on, you know, climb up the ladder. And the guy's like, no, God will 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 protect and he dies and so he gets up and he's pissed now so he gets up to the pearly gates he's like i want to talk to god and uh and it, it, they let him in they he goes to god he says, why did you leave me like that he's like listen man i sent a guy i sent a guy in a boat and i sent you a helicopter how many other damn things do you need <laughs> sorry old preacher so, joke yes mm. i uh 
Easy gets uncomfortable when we talk about religion, so we're just going to move on. That's a great <laughs> idea. So yeah, politics and religion. Let's stick away. Let's stay away from those. No, no, I'll talk about those all day with anybody. So because yeah. you know, my beliefs are as nonsensical as yours. Well, if you, <laughs> well, if you I, my belief made it through the biting of bear balls. Yeah, bear testicles is not off limits, but you know, the preacher joke. Right. You've crossed the line. <laughs> well, I'm kind of old school the way I was raised. So my religious and political beliefs, I believe, are my own and nobody else's damn business. Oh, absolutely. I don't talk about them. Yeah, I don't really talk about mine too much, but uh, if they're funny, I will. Anything in the anything in the pursuit of comedy, I think, is completely within limits. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what limits are those exactly? As as evidenced by the first twenty four minutes of this show. <laughs> It's hard. You know, it's hard to believe that you know I started this all with a uh, a real a real flop with the uh, torn admission ticket, and uh, you know we ended up here somehow. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, um, I wasn't very hopeful starting out. I there, you know, if you could just get some crickets in there for the first, you know, first you know minute and a half, it'll it'll <laughs> liven things up. Two thousand years later. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely. I have, I have a I have a quick little topic if you want to talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. Get to, uh, I'm happy to talk about your little one. The, thank you. Uh, it's a it's appreciated. That's even noticed. Um, pursuit of happiness. Like, what do you do? What makes like it doesn't have to be big, but what makes you happy? Um, the fact that the word happiness has the word penis in it is enough for me. <laughs> Because you can't say happiness without penis. So, oh. so that was a quick topic. <laughs> How do you follow that? You I don't, don't follow that. No, oh, I, I, I mean, the honest answer to that question is the, um, the, the easiest pursuit of happiness for me, and I'm a, I'm, you know, sadist to some point, but I find that I'm happiest when the people around me are happy because of me. Amen. So, um, that's probably really profound. We should probably just give a minute, and let that kind of sink in. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's I there's there's a lot of people in my life that are just you know they they kind of go out of their way to be miserable all the time. And you know, I've said before on the the podcast is you know that one of the things that pisses me off is that you know you can get steaks delivered to your house, so you know people just don't have to work for anything anymore, and there's no challenge and you know no strife or anything. So they just kind of make up stuff throughout the day, like. Oh, Susan at work and man, man, man. you know, it's like, look, you don't have to make things. You don't have to make up challenges just because you don't have any like, you know, so there's a lot of people like that. But, you know, my pursuit of happiness, the, the happier I make other people in the course of the day, I find the easier it is for my head to hit the pillow at the end of the night. So I like that you had an air of contempt within that, too. So it's both the satisfaction of of giving happiness but also the contempt knowing that they're kind of crappy people. Well, listen, my happiness can come at the expense of others. I mean, that's not, <laughs> I'm not better than that. So, you know, and, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it, there's just, you know, some people just want to be miserable. You just got to give them what they want. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's just, uh, you know, and if you can add to that misery in some way, then, you know, you might be making those people's days better. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, just, I, I mean, if, if you I, can, I have if you can be a light for somebody else it, it makes it makes your life just better and and 
you know, kind of coming off the, uh, the I, I said this last episode too, is just, you know, coming off the, the bummed out podcast there. Um, you know, that's, that's really kind of the thing is, you know, we went and we built this. But let me tell you something. If you're having a bad day, go build a playground for a nine-year-old who's battling cancer because everything in your life shifts focus. Like th- those people, they're not thinking about, you know, what went wrong at work. They're not worried about, you know, was the weather bad on the day you were going out to have your pictures taken? They're not, you know, they're not, they're not thinking about it. They got a nine-year-old girl who's fighting for her life every single day and it is all consuming and they would give a billion dollars to have whatever I consider problems is the hardest thing in their life. So yeah, if you, if you have a chance, go, uh, go volunteer for some sick children. Uh, if you think your life really sucks, cause it will straighten your ass up real quick. <laughs> so that's, uh, my two cents for the pursuit of happiness, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, that is all. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have any other ideas. I mean, I've already ruined the word happiness, and yeah, you did. Now we're now we're at pediatric cancer, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> Can we go back to the bear's testicles at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask the bear. Uh we absolutely have to have the bear on one of these episodes. Well, if he's if he's back, if he's still at the camp when I get back there, we're gonna have an issue. All right, Izzy, your <laughs> job is to get a picture first before you bite the bear. By the way, I'm photoshopping you with brown like thatch hair in your teeth by the end of the show. <laughs> that is gonna be the. I never the smile. So you're gonna. Have, I, I never smile enough to show teeth, so you're gonna have a hard time finding. I don't do that. I, I photoshopped a dragon into a picture with somebody. Yeah, the you other did. Day. Show off. And I don't need you to smile to give you a smile. <laughs> so, uh, just remind me never to make you really mad. <laughs> well, how could you make me really mad? I, just, I don't way know. you can make me really mad is if you started wearing sleeves regularly. Then I'd be upset with you. Well, no, Izzy, be but, careful on hair, how hairy you're going to get. He, he might actually, you know. It's, only, it's 36 degrees outside and I'm still sleeveless. So we're good. Mm, yeah. Sorry. I just got a shudder when you said that. <laughs> so but uh yeah so you guys were uh you were talking earlier uh izzy about building on skill sets like what that that what that means for you and i think that's probably a product of you you know being head hip deep and uh, building cnc stuff but um you um, talk about building skill sets what does that mean to you well the the topic is kind of twofold it's first of all kind of i think you know, depending on where you're at, you know, as far as what you're, you know, what you do to enjoy your time out in the shop, if you're, you know, um, if you're, if you're good building cutting boards and, uh, you know, tools for the bathroom, that's, that's awesome. But if you want, I, I always talk about, I, I get from time to time conversations from people who are, an unusual amount of emails this week about people asking about uh, certain things, you know, how do I do this and how do I do that? And, um, it, it's really a, just about getting out and spending some time in the shop and, and deciding that, Hey, I want to learn. Uh, we'll go back to the, the old, the old cutting dovetails. I want to learn how to do this. Uh, well, there's no, there's no answer. Uh, you know, you, you have a general idea about how they work, you know, research it, whatever, and then get out and practice. There's lots of videos out there about, you know, different techniques. One of those things where I think there's a number of people that I had conversations with over the past week that are afraid to try new things because for whatever reason, some that, you know, they're afraid it won't work right or they, they, you know, be disappointed. And, um, 
I want to, you know, for the most part, I can put everybody's mind to rest. The first time you try something, yeah, it's going to be disappointing because it's not going to look like somebody who's been doing it for 20 years. But I think that was kind of what the idea was, was how do you, for those who are, um, and I don't know, maybe we could start by talking to you guys and see if there's anything that you have had in your past where you come across and said, hey, I want to learn this, but, you know, I don't know if I can or um, or if the, if you did, if you jumped on it, how did you get past or how did you get to that point where you're like, heck yeah, I'm just going to do this thing. Now, that's kind of why the topic idea came up tonight. I've gotten several emails this week about kind of um, that were kind of undertoned with the fear of taking that step forward to improve skill sets. And uh, I was like, well, there's, you know, I'm not a good person to talk about this because it's been so long since I've, well, that's not a conceited. It's just been a really long time since I've had challenges that you typically get when you first start woodworking. Um, and uh, I don't mean it way than that but, uh, so it's like i'm not sure you know other than just trying to just tell them to go for it you know and say hey don't be afraid to screw up just you know those are that's how you learn can i tell a humbling story today yes in that same light i uh i was on the table saw today and i was uh i just need to clean up some rough sawn maple boards that we use for one of the pieces on the spartan the bases it is a very easy piece. It's it's uh if we're doing it this way and we're not cutting down the CNC, then it's a square piece that's six inches by eleven piece, uh by eleven inches long. But I've got to rip, you know, both edges and then we throw it through the planer to get to the right thickness, and then we put it on the chop saw and make little blocks. Not hard at all. I've done this lots. And the way I do this is I don't necessarily joint one side of it because I don't need it to be perfectly parallel. It doesn't actually mate to anything. So um, so I clean up one side of the board. I throw it to the blade. And then I turn it around after I've done that pile, and I do the other side. So I always try to, like, say the board's 8 inches wide. It doesn't actually matter. So I set the, the thing to 7 inches. And then on my second pass, I set it to 6 inches. So I have a something strip and a 1-inch strip. Uh, off of every board. It's a real simple, like everybody does this. It's it's not hard. It's just a quick and easy way of not having to do a joiner than than a straight edge. And uh, I I picked out ten boards. Uh, it was going to end up being like eighty or something bases um, because of their length. And I set my first pass at five point seven five. Thinking I'll give myself a quarter inch to get to six. And weirdly enough, once you cut something skinnier or shorter the than the final product, it's very hard to get it back together again. Is that so, that's a problem? You can't apparently it's wood. You can't just plant it and it grows again? Right. So apparently there aren't any professional uh board stretchers. So I have a pile today, I swear to God. 10 pieces of, of maple that are just sitting on the table saw because I couldn't math and I've been doing this a long time and I consider myself a minor, you know, woodworker and I couldn't rip a board down a table saw because I don't know what I was thinking, but even when you're really good at something, 
um, screw the fact that you are just trying out and you're going to make mistakes. Even when you're really good at something, when you actually don't like stop to think about something, then you're going to screw it up either. So I'm just saying like the bar is not that high. The guy that's been doing this for 20 years, he's going to do fantastic, but every once in a while, he's going to forget what he's doing and yeah. it's okay to screw up. Well, and that's, uh, I mean, listen, if you're afraid of failure, then just stay in the house and let the rest of us live good lives. But the, um, I mean, for me personally, I don't, um, I, I mean, this is going to sound just like I'm an awful person and I am, so it should sound that way. But, um, I just don't like the fear of doing new things is just, there's a gene I, for that. I don't have like, um, it, it never occurs to me that I can't do something. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, and that's, that's a, that's a product of, I've been, I, you know, I, I mean, I was the oldest of, you know, my family, my, my brothers and sisters, um, you know, childhood was a little bit weird. So I had to always kind of be the adult and I was always the one put in the place to, you know, I, I had to figure things out. Right. So that was just, so yeah, it never occurs to me that I might not be able to do something. It occurs to me that trying it might be terrifying um, and that I might not be good at it, but that's different than not being able to do something. I mean, it's like, you know, like, I mean, like iPhones, right? So my daughter has uh, the home button on her iPhone stopped working and, you know, I said, well, we can go to the iPhone doctor and $7,000 later, we get a new home button. And I'm like, well, we can just order this one on Amazon for 25 bucks and I can do it. She's like, well, can you do it? I'm like, seven-year-old Chinese kids put this thing together. I, I mean, I, why can't I fix it? You know, I mean, it just doesn't, um, it, it doesn't occur to me that I can't do that, you know? So I don't, I don't run into that fear a lot myself. Um, and, and a lot of that is because I'm just not afraid to fail. I know Izzy hates that word, but they, I just, it's, <laughs> I'm just really not. I mean, like it doesn't, it, failure doesn't scare me at all because, you know, what Mike is failing really at something saying. doesn't make you a failure. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's a hard lesson to learn. But once you've once you've learned it, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's you know. All right, did, boys uh, and girls. I heard Jimmy. What Mike is really saying is he's not afraid to experience a learning experience. Yeah, or fail. Um, you know, Jimmy <laughs> uh, Jimmy Darista once said that uh, he's like, I'm not afraid of figures. You know, what are they going to do? Take away your birthday? <laughs> so, Who's that guy? Yeah, and that's um, you know, I, I know you're still a little bit bitter about him filling in for you that day you were out and you couldn't be here, but the, but yeah, sure. so, but the, I mean that's you know, so for me, I, and I feel um, I see people when they look at things that terrify them and they get frozen and they don't want to do it, and and I recognize that when I see it in people, I don't particularly have that in myself, um, and 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 I feel very very fortunate that I don't because I, I you know people that freeze up and just, you know, they just don't know what to do. They don't, you know, they're, or, or they're afraid to try. Um, you know, when I see that, I recognize it immediately and I feel bad for people like that because you just, you know, there's, there's, there's so much opportunity to learn a new thing or enjoy doing, you know, a thing badly. You know, I mean, if you want to see how bad of a woodwork, I mean, everybody always comments on, all, you know, all the stuff I make, oh man, that turned out great. And look at this. And, you know, when did you start doing that with, uh, you know, this technique or what have you? And I'm like, I post just as many pictures of me, like by the fire pit, drinking whiskey as I do with finished products, because half the stuff I make, I go throw away. 
know what I mean? It's just, yeah, there's going to be a big-ass bonfire every time I'm, you know, if, I, if I'm going to try dovetails this weekend, there's going to be a pile of wood as tall as me ready to go up in flames, you know, and that's and that's okay. I mean, that's part of the fun. That 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 failure, there's so much more to be learned in failure than there is in, you know, in in succeeding. I mean, it's just... You know, they say if you're, you know, if you come from a rich family, what is it be, be like two or three generations before they completely, you know, the families completely fall apart because, you know, they just, they don't have to be successful kind of thing. And it's just, you know, I mean, you, they don't have to try because everything's done for them. You know, people that have to try and figure things out, and, you know, screw it up and figure things out again and screw that up and figure things out again. Those are the people that, you know, they, they just know that. Hey, if I screw this up, it's okay. I get another turn. You know, I mean, doctors right. don't have that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's, a, <laughs> you know, it bears testicles certainly don't have that, but I mean, it's, you know, there's just not a, there's, there's not a, there's not a bad way to, to learn something, you know, I mean, it's just unless murder is the thing you're practicing, then, you know, that might be bad, but I'm outside of that. It seems you know reasonable to just keep trying. Right on. I, I like that. I like that you exclude doctors. Like that's, that's I like don't want, one. I don't want my doctor screwing up. I mean, that's just, uh, right. Yeah. It's like that old thing, you know, what do you call the, the guy who graduated in the bottom of his class at law at uh, medical school? Doctor. Doctor. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't want them screwing up. I'd like them to know what they're doing and, you know, I don't want to be in the burn pile <laughs> in my doctor's <laughs> office if I can help. Yeah. I, that's I, a um, thing. speaking of which you reminded me of the, the burn pile, but I, I just, posted this week the first time we fired up the uh the 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 stove that keeps the shop warm because we had a nice little cold front through and it just so happened to be that we had a pile of walnut scraps that were going in and i actually told our my shop manager maggie i said hey take a picture of me holding this chunk of walnut and and i'll post up online and and say boy you know walnut sure does burn good and I think actually I I got enough hate mail from that uh, to last for a while. I, I won't be able to do that for another couple of weeks. Otherwise, my uh, my my fragile ego may uh, may may not be able to handle it. It's always you know it's what always you a should pleasure. do. I'm What's gonna that? go ahead and say this. Yeah, just because I'm that guy, but um, you should probably start that fire. With the generator cord that you made. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! The jumper generator cord. I think that that would probably that would probably be an influx of hate mail. Yeah. That, I mean, we just talked about you know learning, uh, you know, through failure. Uh, that would probably be quite the learning experience for you, I'd imagine. So. Yeah, I, I would get. I would get. Um, I would get oh, like cease and desist from the the local IBW. No, and no. I think you get thrown in there with the walnut. Probably. Right. Yeah. Probably. I, yeah. You'd end up in the burn pile. I'm pretty sure. It's 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 completely possible. Yeah. So that's no. I I Mike. I think you're insane because I I have fears all the time. Now, granted, my level of fear will rise and lower with the severity of the task at hand. I am not particularly afraid to try my hand at dovetails. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? I won't have dovetails. Now, if it's a thing that I'm promising a client, like somebody says, hey, I need you to do this, this, and this. I need you to make a display case. And, and 
and we're putting together these things and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this joinery because it's applicable or whatever it is. And I'm working on a finished product that we have deadlines on. Yeah, that's something slightly different because I have more than just myself to please on it. And I think that happens a lot of times with folks that are doing this for a living. I bet you there would be one or two people listening that have been in like, oh yeah, I can do that. That's great. We, you know, this looks good. And you picked out the right stuff and we could put this together like this. And they get down to it and they go, well, I've only done this like twice before. And this is like $2,000. I've ever seen a YouTube video on this. Sure. Or, or YouTube video or they're, you know, they're like, like in all of a sudden they're thinking, oh crap, why didn't I buy a, like a festival domino or something? Because you could spend a thousand dollars on anything else. Right. Right. But, but it's, it's one of those things like floating dove, you know, floating, uh, tenons. Why did I, I can't even route straight. Why did I suggest this? You know, or whatever it is. It's, I can see them. Having, having a moment of freak out and sitting there staring blankly into the abyss over a cup of coffee or bourbon, depending on the time, and uh, going, oh, I'm going to have to do this tomorrow because this is not the day for this particular task. Mm. It's, 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 not, well, it's not impossible. And, and not to keep plugging my virtues because <laughs> God knows I hate talking about me in a positive light. But... Um, <laughs> No, so I mean, but I, I learned this lesson the hard way, uh, you know, as, as failure often teaches, um, the, I, I find that I try my best to act as honestly as possible. So there aren't any hurt feelings or missed expectations. So, and, and not to say that I don't have fear because that would be, that would be a false statement. It's just. I don't let the, there's a difference between being paralyzed by fear and being motivated by fear, right? So I don't, I don't find myself in situations where I'm afraid to try things um, because I know I'm going to fail at them. I, that, that, the, the part of not doing it right doesn't ever scare me. Like, because partially because I'm funny and I can make a joke about it and be self-deprecating and, you know, back out of just about any, any situation. So, I mean, if I try something and I screw up, then, I'm okay with that and I'll make a joke about it and everybody will just kind of move on. But um, like, I don't, I won't put myself in a situation where I've, you know, not at least unintentionally where I've kind of BSed my way into now I'm in trouble sort of thing. So just because I'm incredibly lazy and I just don't want to be in those scenarios. You know, I just, uh, where I told somebody I could do something that I didn't know how to do and all that. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, I don't, yeah, again, it's not that I don't have fear. I just don't want that fear to be the thing or the reason that I stop moving forward. You know, I just, I refuse to be that guy because, I mean, to be completely honest with that, I mean, I, I saw that a lot in my own mother when we were growing up. You know, I mean, it was the the number of things she never tried to do because she was just terrified. You know, I mean, single mom raising three kids, you know, there's there's a whole host of reasons to be terrified, but yeah, the, the potential that I watched her never unlock has kind of driven me and sort of pushed me to not be that person. You know, I just I don't wanna I don't wanna fall along those lines. So that's that's you know, a damaging childhood can be good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh thanks for letting me sit on the couch for a little while, guys. 
I'm going to go get a box of Kleenex and sit in the waiting room. Oh, no problem. <laughs> the uh, Izzy, do you get? Do you ever get? I mean, are you, obviously you have some fairly big things coming up. I mean, you have, you know, you have to, a shop that you're trying to do. You're trying to get the school off the ground. You're trying to, you know, hire people. Are there things that that you look around and go, "Holy Christ, I wish I knew like fifty things more than I do right now." And it kind of, um, I mean, there's doubt. There's always doubt. Sure. I don't know. I think I've I've hung myself out in places where I either uh, had where you just I don't know how to say this. Um, I've been in enough situations or I put myself in enough situations where it was either going to work or it's going to fail. And um, I'm okay with either one. I hope it works and I will be disappointed if it doesn't. But um, and that's my, that's my power. I suppose I'm not afraid to screw up and I'm not afraid to screw up in front of a lot of people because it, it's not a big deal. It's just, you know, that's just part of life. We make, we make decisions based on the, the things that we want to happen. And, um, Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. It's not going to, you know, I'm not, they're not going to take away my birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I will give it everything I have. Uh, if I'm committed to something, I will literally run myself into the dirt trying to make it work. Um, but I, I, you know, I know that about myself. But I also know that I'm usually really good about, you know, stopping right like just an inch before they throw that last shovel full over my face so I can't breathe. But, um, you know, so I, I it, it, you know, I don't feel like I'm um, qualified to answer some of these questions that people ask me sometimes because I don't have the same um, outlook. I, I mean, I haven't known you for long, Izzy, but, I, you know, I consider myself to uh, have known you long enough at this point, but. I'd be willing to bet that there aren't a lot of people that have made a lot of money betting against you. No. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, I kind of get that feeling that, you know, you, if there's a way, you're going to find it. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's, um, if we're going to talk about childhood stuff, you know, I. Uh, we, we can put that up there on the shelf with the religion and politics if you want. I've been through a lot of therapy, so I'm okay going through these things, but it takes a while to get comfortable in these right, conversations. No, I mean, um, I think one of, I'm, I'm pretty driven because of you know, a father who never gave approval. Does that make sense? Very much so. You know, I, he was a good man in his own right, um, but, I, you know, there was never, there was always a sense of, of di- disappointment and never quite that sense of approval. And I, the story I tell once in a while is, uh, my father was away and we needed this, um, mom wanted this light cover for a fluorescent light in the kitchen. So I went out to the shop and here I am, I don't know, 12, 14 years old, you know, made this crown molding and, you know, made a, just really awesome miters. It was really tight. And, um, you know, trimmed it out so I could set, uh, one of those opaque panels in and this thing mounted over the top of this ugly looking fluorescent light. My mother was just thrilled to pieces, super proud of it. Well, my dad came home from a trip, looked up, and the first thing he did was start picking it apart. Like every little detail that he could find that was wrong with it, there was no, hey, great job. And that, that's kind of a, a very extreme version of the way my childhood went, but that's pretty close. So that, that need for approval and that drive to always do better um, was 
comes from that in my that world that I used to live in. So um, I don't I don't give up very easily, and I'm not. And um, when I I approval in a praise a praise praisal praise a praise praise are things that I strive after, and I think that's one of the reasons why I felt very comfortable with YouTube, and it was such a a drive for me to put more content out and to do funnier and crazier and wilder things is because people enjoyed it and got that part of my life that I needed filled, filled. And, um, the other side of what I do is just drive. I mean, it's just, I'm not going to stop until I, you know, unless it's just, there's just absolutely no foreseeable way to dig my, dig myself out of the hole. I'll just keep driving and keep going until it, until it works. Izzy, hmm. did you work for your, for your father at all i worked alongside my father for a while with my uncle and grandfather huh. i never worked directly for him and and mike you worked for your father right for a while yeah mm -hmm. that's interesting because i worked for my father well my parents you know they had the restaurant and my dad was it was always a you know there's i was just thinking it's funny i because i have a fairly leave it to beaver childhood i mean i grew up in the suburbs on a cul-de-sac and we played kickball in the middle of it and you know i had two parents my dad worked my wife my mom you know she stayed at home like it's literally like you could you could probably do a leave it to beaver but you know you're telling these stories about approval and things like that my dad was a hard ass when it came to like like working for him and stuff like that and if i ever got an attaboy i probably would have just teared up and broke down and it was because it was it's funny because i'm like oh if we're getting into the parents thing i'm gonna lose because i always do because like my parents aren't divorced everything in my childhood was fairly rosy but when you said you know my dad was nearly impossible to please and i thought oh that's interesting because yeah that's working for my parents it was like you know congratulations yes you're 14 and yes you just worked a 10-hour shift but you know you need to do your homework too so get to it yeah you know kind of a thing like it was it was like it was like you know life's coming at you and we can stand here and thank you or you can get it done and do something else you want to do and so there was never there was never a lot of praise actually i don't mm -hmm. i can't think of a single time one well, in one of the uh for those of you that haven't been to therapy um <laughs> Let me save you the uh, hundred and ninety thousand dollars or so that it probably cost me. But um, yeah, one of the hardest things to admit, uh, and I don't know how we went from bare testicles to here, but uh, let's go ahead. Um, and you don't really know this until you get until you become a parent. Um, you know, your parents are when you're a kid, you look to them as people that they know everything, they're capable of everything, because they're your parents. You just don't know any better. You know, you you see them being the sort of larger than life figure. And then when you get to be older and you have kids, you realize your parents didn't know shit. Like they, they were just doing the best they knew how to do. Right. Like they just, because yeah. my kids look at me, you know, and they look up and they're, you know, they see this guy who's, you know, capable of anything and, you know, always has the right answers. And all that. I don't know a friggin' thing. I don't know. You know I'm, I'm making this shit up as I go along, you know, and that's, and that's basically the way, my, you know, my parents were, your parents were, I mean, there's no professional parents, right? I mean, that's just, uh, that, that thing doesn't exist, right? So it's just, um, you know, the, the part where, you know, your father doesn't give you the right kind of praise or, 
doesn't understand what that, you know, is supposed to be is just because, um, you know, the only example he has to go off of is his father. And, you know, that's, uh, or, you know, his mother. And God knows how screwed up those people were. You know, I've met my grandparents. They're, they were disasters too. So, um, <laughs> and I love my grandparents. My, my grandfather and my, my grandmother are my two most important people in the world, um, you know, to me. And they, they, you know, they, they were just as goofy as my parents. You know, they were just older. So they saw more things. They had more answers. I mean, that's really all it was. I mean, it's, you know, and, and like I said, I mean, that's, you know, I look at my kids and I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm 42 years old. And I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And my daughter's asking me for advice in college. I'm like, <laughs> figure it out, kid. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, when, when, <laughs> so, when you know, let me know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, so yeah, that's it. And again, I mean, you just don't, you know, your kids, I mean, they look up to you and they admire you and you know, there's nobody bigger or better than my daddy, right? Like that's just, even, even to this day, I mean, you know, my parents were divorced when I was young and, um, you know, my father, he had a, uh, another family, you know, basically that he started, he didn't exclude us, but you know, we weren't, we, we weren't as big a part of his life as, as, you know, any child would have liked. So, you know, I always, you know, I, I crave the attention of other people because I didn't get it from my father. You know, I didn't get it from my mother, um, at least not positive reinforcement. And, you know, that's just, that's where a lot of that comes from. But, um, you know, I, I still look at my father as like, you know, he's daddy. He's this larger than life figure, you know, to me. And he's, he's a little midget, cranky old guy at this point, you know. <laughs> so, but, um, but, you know, if I ever have something and I get stuck and I just need an answer, I call my old man up and he's got the answer. You know, I don't know how he's got the answer. Um, and I feel like one day my kids will call me up and I'll have the answer and I won't know how I have it either, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, your parents, they, they just don't know. I mean, they just, they, and they're not going to know and you're not going to know. And when your kids have kids, they're not going to know. It's just, uh, you know, it's just an endless cycle of really screwed up people. I just had so visions of one of your kids going, and if a black bear attacks, what do I do? Balls. balls. Kids. <laughs> Go for the balls. <laughs> bite the balls now that will now so that's let's let's just make sure that we're clear here because brown bears and black bears both react differently right so maybe maybe biting the balls of a brown bear doesn't do anything but maybe a black bear nothing actually works on a brown bear they <sighs> they'll they'll kill you just for fun black yeah, bears don't care you black know, bears will run the other direction they're like yeah, oh yeah they're, they're big, like chickens yeah you know they're they're not you trust me. If you're scared of them, they're five times more terrified of you. Brown um, bears and grizzlies and that that like they just they, they well, there's a, there's an old joke that says uh, it's a sign that that's posted. It says uh, to avoid conflicts with bears, uh, uh, carry uh, like small bells on your person so you don't startle them, and carry uh, OC spray, pepper spray, and uh, it says you can tell. The difference between the type of bears in your area, because if you look at their poo, you'll notice that a black bear is uh, is is little pellets uh, about yay big, and <laughs> that grizzly bears or brown bears, uh, their pellets uh, have small bells in them and smell like uh, <laughs> smell like pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted by the fact that you went yay big on a radio show. Yeah, I did do good. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah I can't. I can't speak to the brown bears. You know, they're they're. I've heard um, some very knowledgeable people say that you're supposed to talk to them. You know, don't show fear. Don't run. <laughs> hey, literally man, talk up? to them. Yep. 
what's happening you know and uh with black bears there's really i i don't even there may i'm sure there's a attack or two out there on record but i've i've run into uh, probably 30 or 40 black bears in my life up here and they will run away they'll make a big ruckus doing it they'll get about 30 to 50 yards out stop turn around look at you and woof and then continue running on that's pretty much their mo yeah I think when you when you get them cornered, it's something to do with kids, kind of a thing. Well, the cubs, the, uh, yeah. If you yeah. get between a mother and her cub, that's a really bad idea. Yeah, the uh, my parents had black, but you know, my parents lived not far from like your longitude in in kind of the upper peninsula of things, is he? And so, so in in the northern Wisconsin, I mean, they were like sixty miles from from Lake Superior. And uh, they had black bears come up on their porch all the time, and Dad had to shoo them off with like a broom. Like he'd, he'd open the sliding glass door in the middle of winter. It's you know twenty eight degrees below with wind chill of one hundred and four below, and he'd be out there in his you know PJs with a broom, going, "Hey, you, that's the bird seat. Go away." Yeah. Well, here's a little here's a little gem for all of you who managed to get through this whole thing. There's nobody. I had We're talking to right. ourselves right now. Um, before I moved to South Carolina, I, I lived in a small camp in, in Trenary, Michigan, which is actually south of Marquette, I don't know, 40 minutes. And um, we had parties there from time to time. And it, after every party that we'd have, you know, we'd get together and big bonfire and beer and all that. After every party we had, there was this one bear who would show up, uh, usually just before dark, and he would go around looking for empty or half-drinking whiskey bottles, beer bottles, beer cans, and he would literally drink whatever fluid was left in there. And this wasn't a one-time occurrence. This happened, I don't know, a half a dozen times over a summer. Anytime we had a party, the next day he would show up looking for empties that he could finish polishing off. And that happened, uh, that happened I guess, at least half a dozen times um, that one summer. And it was, I ended up naming him Ralph. Every once in a while, he would do the same thing. He'd come up on the porch when uh, when I was home. He'd just come up on the porch and nose around because that's where the empty beer cans were, and um, just shoo them off with a broom. Or, you know, open the open the, the door and tell them, to, you know, get out of here and take off. See, I figured you'd open the door and hand them a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I figured not... you'd open the door and steal the beer away from him. Yeah, that would be like, hey, there's beer in here. Come on in. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Sorry. I feel I feel like we have to give a disclaimer that none of us are bear experts and you shouldn't bite a bear on the balls, but uh, <laughs> or give them beer, or give them beer. But I mean, I honestly, I like the fact that that has to be legally in there now. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a we, we don't have a legal team because if we did, we wouldn't have a podcast. But um, yeah, I just I think that if you're if you're at the point where if if your face are that close to a beer's you know to a bear's balls. You're probably well past the point when where you need legal help. <laughs> At that point, I'd imagine. So, so, but just for the sake of, uh, yeah, that none of us are bear experts. Uh, we don't condone the, uh, you know, violence against bears. Um, is that a thing? I don't <laughs> bear on bear crime. Is that? I don't even know. But um, there's a website. There's, there's a website always a website. So, please so don't, to please to, don't Google that. I don't to, want to have any affiliation with whatever you get. Please so to recap, we we talked about bears, their testicles. Uh, we talked about uh, things that made us happy. 
and then we talked about uh uh failure or or fails or the fear of failure and which neither one of you have so your advice is worthless and that i get petrified occasionally on things uh and then we were back on bear balls again yeah all right right on so okay oh don't forget the daddy issues we kind of worked through some of that too yeah we got the daddy issues and make sure when you do the title you can just tell them to skip to 104 and they can hear the entire synopsis all in you know 30 seconds yeah that's i don't even know what just happened (laughs) how did we talk for an hour i feel like i was in a car accident This I is keep looking around my bonus room for broken glass. Like, <laughs> I'm convinced it's somewhere. All right, let's let's plug but, some things. Uh, no, let's not. Um, <laughs> let's not give them our no, real uh, Well, the only thing is, I um, hopefully I've been working like way more than I should at uh, on the Maker Christmas website. So I've got almost all of the data loaded in there for all the different um, makers and vendors and all that stuff. So. Um, I'm working on the formatting for all that. I'm, I really want to have that up by the end of this weekend. So hopefully by the time this publishes next Monday, um, we're recording this Wednesday after the Berkey show drops. So, um, hopefully by next Monday night, the site will be up and functional. Um, because you know, the holiday website doesn't do anybody any good if it's, you know, not up until after the friggin' holidays. So, um, so yeah, so I'm working on getting all that stuff done. I got all the data entry done on it for the most part. There's a couple of people that submitted some information here recently. I got to get them in there. Um, trying to figure out the tagging system and sort of the search functionality and all that. I've been playing around with thing with with that stuff as well. So, um, so that's how to display everything, right? MakerChristmas.com. Um, how to display everything? I'm still working on. So, but yeah, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, that site will be up and running. Um, and if that's the case, Izzy, Joel, and myself will have been promoting the piss out of it. So, um, you know, you should be, uh, you should be well aware, but, uh, for everybody that submitted information on that, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, getting us all the data to kind of get in there. Uh, and I am working constantly on getting that up and running and, and, you know, having that available. And like I said, I, I I'm going to do my absolute best to have that done. Um, at the absolute latest by this weekend. So, um, for all those of you who are listening, take a moment to uh, send Mike a thank you for all his hard work that he has in busting butt out there. So, uh, Mike, he has with no help from us, is he? From me, from me to you, brother. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I opened my big damn mouth about doing this, and then it, it just happened that Mike. Yeah, at the end of October, too. By the way, Dick, thanks for giving me the, yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah, time. And, um, you know, and. <sighs> That just makes you one of the best guys I know, and I really appreciate you know everything, especially on top of everything else that you do. You taking this on, so um, I hope that we uh, we'll get a lot of traffic and we'll help some some makers out this year and promote it in every place we can. And I would invite those of you who listen, who are who have uh, social media um, for, or platforms, to share this, please, and uh, you know, help help keep this a, a maker Christmas. Help support the community and that way and uh, mike's done his part tenfold so now it's our turn to um take what he's done and, and get it out there so everybody can see it oh god i just threw up <laughs> oh the there's 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 bear hair all over the place <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe I've said too here much. I am trying to be nice to you, and you gotta you go there. You're, so I see you're, how it is. you're my bear, Izzy. You'll always be my bear. That's, I have to. I actually have to wear orange when I go out to the cabin because I. I you don't want to get shot. I don't want to get shot. Yeah. Mm, well, well, listen, uh, Izzy. Um, if you wouldn't mind telling the good folks where they can see you. Uh Anything you, Izzy is IzzySwan.com. Um, I'd like to do a shout out to um, a very dear friend of mine, um, I Jessup. Is, uh, she is, for those of you who don't follow her on YouTube, check it out. She does some really cool builds. And uh, Shame on you. If you she is headed you. to her new shop in California where that her brother that Ben made and um, promises that there'll be a lot more content forthcoming. I would say that that would be a good bet for you guys looking for some good, um, good wholesome, you know, starter projects and interesting builds to go give that a shot. So shout out to I Jessup. Boom goes the dynamite. Joel. You can find me uh, on uh, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You're welcome to friend me, by the way. I don't mind. Just understand the risks that you do when you do that. Uh, there is a disclaimer, by the way. There is a disclaimer. Uh, Three pages signed in triplicate. Yeah, because and once you do that, frankly, it's a tougher contract to get out of. There's just they don't actually have an unfriend button for me. So no, there's in, no unfriending. What is it? You're in. You're in for. A, was it a pinch? You're in for a pound, kind of a thing. Um, penny pound. Uh, and then uh, I would like to congratulate David Welder for coming back on YouTube with his first video in forever in a day. Uh, he's a, he's always a fun one to watch and he's apparently buying a house and he's rehabbing some things, getting himself stabilized and he's going to do a whole series, which is kind of nice. It's nice to have some, you know, YouTube creators back on YouTube. So not that I'm, yes, not that I'm. Yes. I saw his new shop that. video post today and I almost forgot who he was. <laughs> so yeah. it was good. It was good to see him. Um, you know, back online. So hopefully he'll have some cool stuff. He's a creative guy. We, the, the, the internet definitely needs more people like him putting stuff out. So um, check out Welder, uh, not spelled that way, W-A-E-L-D-E-R. Um, so is the uh, the, the proper uh, writing of that. Um, you can find me on maybe I've said too much dot com. Uh, look us up on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters at maybe podcast. Uh, you can find us on all the uh, different hashtaggy places there uh again any questions any comments anything you'd like to hear us talk about um you know we're we're happy to entertain any ideas that you have we're also happy to make up our own but you know i mean you end up with bare testicles and all kinds of weird nonsense if you don't give us something to talk about so oh, we this have is your fault as much as it is ours they may not so, be true facts but they are facts yeah so blame blame yourself uh, you know, if, if you're wondering why the hell we were doing whatever we were doing today, it's your own fault. I, so I would, I would take no responsibility. Way to pass the so, buck, Mike. Oh, the, uh, the key to success is knowing who to blame. Right on. Uh, so, and <laughs> there's one of the reasons I have no fear. I'll make it somebody else's fault. But, uh, thanks so much, uh, everybody for, uh, listening. Uh, we really appreciate your, uh, support. Your you know, people leaving reviews, talking about us, um, a boy, uh, Mr. Uh, William Lutz out there. I see a Billy boy always talking about us and promoting us. Um, 
your sweetheart, dude. I love you to death. So he's a good man. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a good man. And uh, that's pretty much it, boys. Anybody, uh, anything I missed? Yeah. No. Tell these fine folks to have a good night. Oh yeah, have a good night. Love and you guys. um, gentlemen, it's been fun as always. I'm gonna go take a shower because you stink. I think I need one after this. Did you guys really yeah. go in the buff? I mean, I feel a little bit left out because I wore a speedo today. Are you guys really buff? Izzy, uh, it's just something that you're going to have to think really hard about for the next several hours. Well, to be fair, you're in Michigan. It's cold there. You know, we don't, uh, us, us folks here in the South, we can afford to be a little bit streaking. See, but if you were in Michigan, you'd know we don't use that as an excuse. So I would have to be feeling a little left out. Well, There's always you. next week. Tune in next week when Izzy bears even more. Gentlemen, come into the stage. <laughs> Good Put night, your everybody. hands together for Izzy Swan. Oh, oh that's creepy. All right, guys. Have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.